talk to you about one of my favorite topics, which is prayer and specifically what some people call meditation, meditative prayer. Some of you might be uncomfortable with the term meditation. Some people think, oh, that's not a Christian thing. That's like an Eastern religions thing. It's a maybe Buddhism and they connect it with different kind of religions. So is it really a Christian thing? And is this okay for you and me to do? This form of prayer is really Christian, really, really important. It's a little bit different from maybe other other styles, other ways that people have described meditation to you, but it's really rich in our tradition right from the early, early church, from the early uh, desert fathers and that it's this uh, connecting with God, as you do in prayer, but to meditate on the truths of God and to use that as kind of the starting point to then really connect with all of your heart in an incredibly engaging, passionate way that, that then leads to, uh, to all sorts of amazing things that God starts to do in your life through prayer as, as it grows. Now, there's lots of ways to do Christian meditation. I'm going to just give you sort of what would be the, the common aspects that you see in lots of different people who explain this. What are kind of the common features? But you don't have to use all of these. Core principle with prayer, pray the way that works. Pray as you can, not as you can't. What helps you connect with God? Okay, that's the goal. Go for that. Firstly, it's recommended to do some preparation and I'll come back to what that might look like. Then you usually read something. You usually need like some sort of a source to get an idea and then you're going to meditate. Then you're going to think about that thing. Okay, so but first you're kind of reading or getting this, you might say a seed for your meditation. Then kind of enters into the bit that's actually called meditation. It's the thinking about the thing. This takes different forms. That's basically what happens there. And you do that typically until you start to make what are sometimes called acts of affection. And then lastly, it's kind of the conclusion stuff. So thanking God for this great time of prayer. High five God. Also making, making some sort of a decision or a resolution. Okay, so let's, let's start again from the top, okay? So first of all, preparation. To pray well is something that we can't do, really. We really, really need grace. We need God's help. So it's a great thing to just start with humility, just to say with God, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this prayer thing. I can't pray the way I should. So please help me. Now, there's other basic things like, yeah, make sure you're in a quiet place and there's no distractions. Your phone is off, you know, all that. I'm presuming you kind of know that stuff, but if you don't, there you go. The second thing then that we talked about is to read a little something. Now, you don't have to read something. You could be listening to a talk, for example, but you're, you've specifically chosen it because it has like some thoughts in there that uh, that will get you thinking specifically about God. Okay, don't read something about painting flowers. That's probably just going to make you think about painting flowers. Rather, you want to maybe read something, for example, the Bible, the Catechism, or some spiritual writing, some author that you really like, or a speaker that you really like. But you need to get some information, and then you just want to read there until you find something, oh, that's interesting. It doesn't have to be like life-changing, interesting, or oh my goodness. Just, is it something that you would like to talk to God about, that you'd like to think a little bit about? And then you stop. Okay, pretty simple. Okay, now comes the meditation bit. The core of this is just thinking about the thing you just the thought you just came across. Often what I'll do is I'm reading my book and I'll I'll underline the bit that I like and I might write it in my journal. I then just start talking to God about it. That's that's really how I think about things. I talk about them to myself or I write them or I talk to another person. You might have heard the term, you know, an external processor. So for me, talking a thing out really helps me to my intellect to engage with the subject. So I start to see new things about 
some truth about God by talking to him or to somebody else about it. So I often, I'll write this out, talking to God, like a letter, like, dear Jesus, that was a really amazing thing in John's first letter or whatever. And I'll start to dig into it. And then I might stop and like ask him a question. And what I actually often do is I'll then pause and imagine what he might answer to me, just to aid the process, you know, that the reality that he's alive, he's really here with me and he's really speaking to my soul and pouring his grace. These ideas will start to come and I'll write maybe some ideas down and then talk some more. Just kind of like that. For other people, you may not be so much into the discursive bit, into the conversational bit, but you'll just be yourself just thinking in your head. But again, you're thinking about this thing about God, so fire away. As you start to learn how to really contemplate, how to look at God, to, to think about the truths of the kingdom, you will start to love these truths. You will start to love these things about God more and more. And then the next step that emerges from that is, is then to act on those stirrings of the heart. So for example, if, as I said, I'm thinking about, you know, well, God is love and I'm talking to God about that, I might pause every now and again and actually not just think about it, but then like make, make some act of the will. So I'll, for example, make an act of faith. Say, God, I, I really do believe that you are love itself. I'll stop. That's why I stopped just there. I wasn't just being rude. I'll stop and I'll pause. And again, think about if you were saying something like this to somebody you loved, like a, a normal person, not God, and you, you spoke something to this. It's like, you know, I really believe you're a good person. That's a weighty statement, right? When you say you believe something about someone and it deserves um, reverence. So when I say something like this to God and I look at him and I say to him, I believe this about you, I, I say it with reverence and I stop and I listen with my heart. I believe you are good, God. See, what you're doing here, it's different from just thinking about a thing. It's actually forming your heart. St. Paul tells us, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. It's, it's this engaging with, the, conforming ourselves to God, conforming ourselves to the kingdom, conforming ourselves, like taking your heart like your heart is like the soft putty and, and pressing it into and around the heart of Jesus so that you become formed like him, that you become more like him. And it's essential in, in doing that, that you make these acts of the will. So I'll do things like acts of faith, acts of hope, which is just desire. Like, I really, really want this thing. I can't wait. I have and I have confident expectation in this happening. So I'll often, you know, make an act of hope by saying, I really desire more of your Holy Spirit, for example, or more of your love. Or I make an act of love. Jesus, I love, I love you. I love this aspect about you. That sort of thing, or, or maybe an act of humility or, or uh, an act of contrition. I'm really sorry for something. Those kinds of things. It's really important in any deep relationship that those things start to emerge. That may not come naturally to you at first, and that's okay. You don't have to do them at first. But as that part of your heart grows and opens up to, to start to bring those into your prayer, into your conversation with God, kind of the natural progression from the thinking about God and the talking to him. And depending on how long you've set your actual time to, to do this time of prayer, this meditation time, going to need to bring it in for a landing at some point. That usually happens by just starting to thank God for this, the gift, the gift to pray, even if you felt nothing. You turned up, you did your best, and God is always at work no matter how we feel. So just thank him for the prayer time. It's also recommended that you try to make some sort of resolution. Love that's just uh, disconnected, nice, you know, feelings or, oh, yes, I love you so much, but doesn't actually change the way you act is maybe a bit disconnected from reality. So love to become real must be acted upon. So it's good to think, okay, 
what can I now do based on what I prayed, based on what God revealed to me and spoke to my heart? What can I do in my day, the next 24 hours to kind of act on this? That can take different forms. Often for me, it will take the form of, you know, some form of little prayer that I might pray. Like, I'm going to try to make acts of trust in your love for me. And I might write that somewhere down um, and it'll pop up. You can put it in your notifications on your phone and just pop up throughout the day. So you look at it and you go, oh, yes. And I just make that act right there when I look at my piece of paper or wherever it is that I have it written. Another idea is to actually take one of the lines that really spoke to you, whatever it was you were actually meditating, just take that as a little sort of motto for your day and write that down. And again, look at it throughout the date and try to go back then briefly into that place of prayerful connection with God. And that's it. And these aspects of prayer, they're not all essential. The idea is not to kind of lock you up into, oh, you must do it this way. And if you don't, you're doing it wrong. No, pray the way that works for you. Give it, you know, say, okay, I'm going to give this a go for a month and just be faithful at it. And, you know, it doesn't work the first time. Try it again or ask somebody or see if you can find, you know, some other people who, who are praying this way who could maybe help you if, you if it's not totally working. I hope this has been helpful. This form of prayer is I do this every day. I do this twice a day for quite a long period of time. It has more than any other type of prayer. It has helped me feel the connection with God and form my connection with God, my heart, my intellect, all sorts of things. So it's been hugely, hugely helpful and formative for me. And I hope it is helpful for you. God bless you.